0: Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about energy and sustainability from Alpha Energy Group. Welcome to another edition of the Alpha Energy Group podcast, The Resonance. The first of a monthly edition focused on sustainability and the drive to net zero. I'm Samuel Clements, sustainability specialist at Alpha Energy Group. And today I'm speaking with Anna Baker, head of sustainability at the Kerry Group. Anna. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you, Sam. How are you doing?
0: Good. Although, it feels like winter's coming with the woes of forest fires and floods. It's, it's adding to the sort of dark times. But is, is there any light in this world in terms of sustainability and, and what we're trying to achieve? That's what we're going to dig into here. Now, your Head of Sustainability. It would be really lovely to know how that came about, a bit about your journey. What's the passion and the drive behind that?
1: yeah okay that's a good starting question so as a very young child and I'm sure it resonates with quite a lot of people I sat on a Sunday uh, with the rest of my family watching David Attenborough documentaries and then always very naturally connected with the environment component of sustainability and that really spurred my interest in the natural world uh, and led me to follow uh, academically to try and work in that field probably ended up a little bit more removed than I would originally have thought in terms of direct with the natural world but I ended up doing animal science as a degree at university and wanted to narrow my sphere of uh, influence or topic of conversation, So, so I thought I'd do that by doing a master's in environment management, it did exactly the opposite. And so, um, after doing a master's, I came out into the world of work and looked like most graduates do for a job. Applied for quite a, a lot of varied stuff, but it was really piqued my interest by a post in Wales, actually Pembrokeshire, for an environment manager at the time, working for a construction firm. But there was actually quite a lot of ecology-based stuff on the project that I was applying for. So I got to mix and match the ecology passion and the natural environment bit. We had badges on, on site, Great Crested Newts, it was an area of special scientific interest along the coast, uh, with learning about construction at the same time. And added on to that, I got to move away from home, stay in my own digs, and then loads about, you know, the world of construction, actually really loved it. So, as with all things, I seem to grab the crest of the wave, environment, move to sustainability, and the rest of history really. I loved working in construction, I love working in the sustainability space, and I've been doing that either 100% or a mix of the roles for the last 15 or so years.
0: Okay, so a love of nature, and touched by David Atterbrooke, uh, Wonderful wildlife programs. I'm sure many of us can relate to that. And a bit of a shift from environment to sustainability. But what does sustainability mean to you? And that term going green, what does that mean to you and also to the business carry group?
1: Yeah, so a couple of things, pet hate of mine going green because what the hell does that mean to anybody Um, and sustainability really is all about the three pillars, so the environment, the social, the economic. I know in terms of my job role and my um, path to sustainability, I talked about environment management, I think in construction. That's where people naturally gravitate towards because they're most comfortable talking in the waste water carbon space. But it's about sustainability, those three kind of circles for me. So in terms of the going green, that's only one component. And for me, it's making sure that in a sustainability context, uh, it's balanced between those three elements. But You know the critics out there would say well hang on you're trying to do a sustainability role in the construction industry i'm a realist i think that my take has always been that if we are as part of the discussion the outcome will be more balanced than if we're not if that makes sense so we're we're not going to stop as an industry pouring concrete i'd much rather have a a take on how we pour that concrete and what the impact is than just completely step back from it in its entirety if that makes sense
0: yeah totally and In terms of practical steps, like what what are you doing to decarbonise the business? You know, do you have some targets? What what, what have you achieved to date?
1: Yeah, so uh, not unique to the uh, Carey group, but I think this piece around sustainability for a lot of people is totally demystifying straight off. And I think historically as a business, we've been all things to all people client wise. We do some great stuff in the sustainability space and I'm sure loads of people do or it might resonate with people but we ha- we don't recognise it necessarily as a sustainability action, we haven't put this, that sustainability lens over it and so one of my critical first steps has been let's stop being all things to all people and do loads of stuff, let's concentrate our, our efforts, what is important to us as a business and why uh, and let's focus on those kind of areas. So we've got kind of three critical areas in the sustainability space that we're focused in our attention zone at the moment
0: i'd love to hear about those i
1: think you say do you want me to go so let's just step back a little bit so the we've got the three c's of sustainability which is a quite a nice crossover the Carey group for those that don't know it's a family run organization and it was established by three Carey brothers the three c's compliance plus and that's all about making sure that we're not just legally compliant, we set a new level of minimum standards. It's community, which is split into two areas. Community is looking at the communities we work within, but that's all around the social value. But also the community that's also really important to us is our supply chain. So the other element of the, the community piece, in addition to social value, is looking at ethical supply chains the final one which probably resonates most is carbon and our journey towards a net zero carbon uh, destination so those are the three c's that we're currently working on at the moment and that fits into a wider context so we've just launched a five-year strategy our overall business is to become the most socially responsible construction contractor that people are proud to work with and we really see underneath that we've got three pillars being a great place to work having operational excellence and being partner of choice and sustainability is the golden thread that brings all those three together so what we're trying to do is overlay the sustainability three c's into our business as usual rather than it being a bolt on in terms of something that you do when you can we're trying to integrate everything um, into just how people function on a day-to-day basis
0: And on that journey, you know, I'm sure it's it's not not easy. Um, What what are some of the positive challenges and and how have they been overcome?
1: Again, not unusual to the carer group something I've experienced before it's about uh, the biggest challenge is getting over demystifying what sustainability is so having the three c's is the first step for us doing that and then it's building confidence and competence around that topic so people feel comfortable at the moment we see a lot of people gravitating I mentioned before towards the environment stuff because they're more comfortable and confident in that space and so we just need to get people to focus their efforts into the key areas which we now have have given some direction towards and then continue to to educate in terms of what good looks like and how, most importantly, how they can influence change on a personal note to deliver against those. Um, And I think the other thing is just making sure that people recognise that sustainability doesn't have to cost more and it actually brings much wider business benefit.
0: So it sounds like really integrating sustainability into business as usual. There's some commentary around sustainability that it's too individualized with companies and it's it's almost taking off the attention on sustainability in terms of systemic change. Likewise, you know, individuals are made to feel that they need to look at their carbon footprint and take individual, individual action. And maybe it's not looking at the whole and the system. Have you got any thoughts about sustainability from that level? And is there enough connectedness with other construction companies? And, uh, you know, is there, is there joined up thinking in, in the area of sustainability? Yeah, I
1: think that's a great question. And I think one that we can't tackle overnight. I think what's important is first to say in construction, my experience is that in the sustainability arena, it's very collaborative. We're all using similar supply chains. We're all all, all building similar products and buildings or infrastructure, although no one wants to say we build the same stuff. There are a lot of components that are similar. And I think what's critical is organisations individually identifying what's significant to them and helping that feed the up or down the supply chain and connecting the dots. What I always try and do, and I think resonates best with people, is when you can articulate why something's important to, to carries primarily, but also how, as by default, it benefits clients that we might be working with or stakeholders or our supply chain you need to kind of tap into what's important to individuals um, whether that be you and I or company individuals and and link that together if that makes sense and that's kind of the kind of the golden cup or or the chalice in terms of getting sustainability in and integrated.
0: And was it mainly pressure from the from the top from the board or, or have you actually had pressure from the supply chain from investors and customers to be sustainable?
1: So in terms of the drivers, I think that's a really interesting question. We talk about pressures. I think it's an awakening in people's awareness about impacts of their actions. You know, you have to look on the news every day to see that the impacts of climate change and people's desire to kind of connect with that and, and alter our kind of path. I think us talking about carbon in a construction context is more than prevalent than I've ever seen before. And that's long overdue, and that's great. But I think it's a business, we talked about our vision. My role, I've been in it for for 12 months. I think there's a genuine desire to solve the sustainability requirements of our clients. To actually want to solve and identify what sustainability means to us and by default will deliver on our clients' expectations if we get that right. So I think... You know, yes, naturally you will get inquiries and pressures from our clients out there asking because they're getting pressure from their investors. ESG is a big term that we see more frequently talked about in terms of people wanting to know transparency about investment, but I think, you know, let's not also um, underestimate we work with some massive organisations that are suppliers to us, so it's, it's coming up and it's coming down in addition to consumers asking questions.
0: Okay, and and how's Alpha Energy actually been supporting you on this net zero or sustainability journey?
1: Yes, so I've been working with Alpha for probably 12 months now since I joined, but they've been a much more long-standing, and I'm going to say, partner to Carey's. I think originally that historically started with helping us procure power and get the right tariff for us, whether it was for our office environment or on a site, and we've done some really good stuff together looking at the, the best outcomes for that. Starting, let's be honest, in terms of the financial mechanisms and what's, you know, what's best value, um, but actually more more recently our conversations with the team have been actually how do we decarbonise our power consumption and looking at green tariffs and other options there, so that's great. And then in more recent terms, initially compliance, so ESOS and SECA, but in the last six months we've done a big piece of work with Alpha looking at actually completely analysing our whole value chain across Scope 1, 2 and 3 in preparation for us to align to a science-based targets approach but in addition Alpha have done some great work with us looking at our Scope 1 and 2 data and our Scope 3 and highlighting what the 10 key steps we could do to start decarbonizing our supply chain and our operations now and I think as a business we've never had that we've talked about carbon in the kind of holistic context that brings us really nicely back to the piece that you mentioned before this is carbon holistic content this is why it's important where are we what's that baseline map in our data and most importantly what are the critical steps that as a business as a business unit as an individuals that we can do to kind of start taking action so that's it's really exciting a really exciting time now for us and i think we've learned a lot and i hope the team the alpha team also have i'm sure they have (laughs)
0: so yeah just wrapping up now it's been a great conversation but just your your hopes and fears for the future really are we doing enough to to limit warming to 1.5 degrees in your opinion
1: well that's a good question and i think um i've spoke on a couple of different sessions recently internally and externally saying yes the conversation's great and yes doing something is better than doing nothing at all but i think education for us and doing the exercise for our our scope one, two and three. Scope three is where it's at, where our biggest impact needs to lie and our biggest change, if you like. We're only part holds of our destiny in terms of that because scope three is all around the products and services we install and we get specified to install certain products and services in some instances. So my Answer to that question would be great we're doing some stuff but are we asking the right questions and we've got a responsibility as a supply chain member up and downstream to start challenging you know organizations or clients that are saying what's your net zero strategy saying well actually our net zero strategy is aligned to a science-based target is yours you know how comprehensive is your strategy what's your data look like is it externally validated is it fully available what can we learn I'm hopeful that stuff's happening I'd like us to call out a little bit more some of the stuff that is greenwash over stuff that is really valuable action and start distinguishing between the two and that's on a professional note on a personal note I've got two small children and I do worry about what kind of I'm leaving behind and so I kind of feel glass half empty I think the call is now, isn't it? And we hear that 2030 or the journey to 2030 will be a big challenge in terms of how far we can meet that in the next few years. But I've also got one on actually making sure I do everything in my capacity, in both a professional and personal one, to make sure what I hand over to the to my children doesn't look as horrendous as it potentially could do.
0: And finally, what's your advice to companies that haven't yet begun their net zero journey?
1: Don't get disheartened by the level of complete greenwash that is out there. Don't start your carbon journey based on trying to satisfy a client requirement. Start somewhere. Make it, even if it's the basics of understanding the impacts of your business look like, That's even if it's direct impact, that's the place to start and do it for the right reasons. And you're not alone, there's plenty of resource out there, free and otherwise. And, you know, as an industry, we're quite collaborative. There's lots of stuff out that that can help you. So make a start would be my first call. Uh, and don't be disheartened by what is perceived the level of complexity. We make, we make things often in the sustainability arena, or others do, very complex. And it's actually quite simple. Identify what your impacts are, what your baseline is, and where you're starting from, would be my words of advice, if I was to, to give them
0: words of wisdom there definitely well and thanks so much for joining us it was a real pleasure speaking with you and thanks to our listeners um if you want to learn more about our reports and services please visit com.